G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. People dedicate their lives to all sorts of different things, but at the heart of it all is the need for satisfaction, for being filled up, sufficiency, contentment, peace, joy. That's what we're all looking for, and yet the only person who has that, the only place you'll find that, is in God himself. Bernie Diamond and welcome again to the program as we take another look at God from a different perspective. And please do stick with me because at the end of today's message, I'll be telling you about our latest life application booklet. It's called Living in the God Dimension. And I'd love to send you a free copy to help you draw closer to Jesus and live the abundant life that he has ready and waiting for you seems sometimes that we live in a world where people can never get enough. I'm increasingly amazed at the excesses we go to, at least in the Western world, to try to get enough. One of my favourite home renovation shows comes out of the US. They renovate old houses. The thing that really gets me so often, more than anything else, are the kitchens these people put into their houses. Massive fridges, two ovens, two dishwashers, two separate sinks for washing up, even a mini second kitchen area called a butler's pantry. You know, I live in an old 19th century terrace house and sure, we've renovated the kitchen, but as far as I'm concerned, one sink, one oven, one dishwasher are more than enough to keep things clean. At the same time, people are starving. Two-thirds of the world doesn't have enough food to eat. It's one mixed-up world in which we live. But somehow, this need to be filled drives us. Of course, we need to have enough food and water to eat and drink. But once people have that, they go from being filled to a need for fulfilment. If I get this promotion, if I get this pay rise, if I get this car, if I get this dress or this position or whatever it is, then I'll be fulfilled. Then I'll have enough. But as it turns out, enough is never enough. We always want more. And the more we get, the more bloated we feel and the less satisfied we are. And so we continue in this vicious cycle, some people for a whole lifetime, never, ever experiencing the deep satisfaction and contentment that we've been craving for. So, whatever our situation, whatever our circumstances, there's something inside us that drives us a need for sufficiency, a need to have our needs met. To be sure, we often confuse needs with wants, but a need nevertheless to be full, whatever full looks like. Sometimes that's a legitimate thing. We hunger for relationships. We need to be part of a family or community. That's why loneliness hurts so much. Sometimes we're facing difficult or perilous situations and we need to have our needs met, food, water, health care, safety. And other times we go looking to fulfil our desires, thinking that when those desires are met, then we'll be happy, only to discover it's not true. 
Over these last few days on the program, we've been on a journey of discovery, looking at some of the various names of God, the different names given to God throughout his word, the Bible, because those different names tell us a lot about who he is and who he wants to be in our lives, in your life, in my life. And today, today the name we're going to look at is El Shaddai. What does that mean? El Shaddai means the all-sufficient one the God of the mountains, the God Almighty. There is no better way to understand El Shaddai than through the story of Abraham and Sarah. Abraham, father of Israel, he was 75 years old, childless, and God calls him on a long, long journey from Ur, the place where he lived, to the land of the Canaanites, that God shows him this land and promises it to him. But he also promises Abraham and Sarah a child, but they're getting on, 75 80, 85, 90, 95 years old, 96, 97, 98, 99. Come on, God, who are you kidding? For almost a century, I've been childless. I hunger after your promise, but now it just seems impossible. Now have a listen to what God says to Abraham. Genesis chapter 17, beginning at verse 1. When Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said to him, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless, and I will make my covenant, my promise between you and me, and you will be made exceedingly numerous. Then Abraham fell on his face, and God said to him, As for me, this is my covenant with you. You shall be the ancestor of a multitude of nations. No longer shall your name be Abram, but your name shall be Abraham, for I have made you the ancestor of a multitude of nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful. I will make nations of you, and kings shall come from you. I will establish my covenant between me and you and your offspring after you throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and to your offspring after you. And I will give to you and to your offspring after you the land where you are now an alien, all the land of Canaan, for a perpetual holding, and I will be their God. You see, this is an utterly impossible promise. Ninety-nine years old, you shall be the father of a multitude of nations. On what basis? Should Abraham believe this promise? A child, when we've never been able to have any, a child when he and his wife are close to a hundred years old? What's the basis for this promise? Well, God gives him a basis. Have a listen again to what God said to Abraham. 24 years into their journey towards the promise. When Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said to him, I am El Shaddai. I am the God Almighty. I am your all-sufficient God. Now walk before me and be blameless. The basis of the promise is God himself, who God is. And here God uses this name for himself, El Shaddai, the all-sufficient one. Nothing missing, nothing I can't do, nothing that you have to go get for yourself anywhere else. Sometimes when you and I are struggling with this or that, and things aren't happening, and things are taking forever. Remember, 24 years so far for Abraham, almost a quarter of a century following after this impossible promise from God, we give up. We take things in our own hands. Abraham and Sarah did that many a time. We see our need, and we imagine somehow that God can't or God won't meet it. But not long after this discussion between God and Abraham, Sarah fell pregnant, and they had a son, and just the way God told them, they called him Isaac, which means he laughs. See, God had the last laugh. They laughed together. God is the God who is more than sufficient 
to meet our needs, more than capable of keeping his promises, with more than enough power to crash through whatever obstacle he has to crash through. And when he spoke to Abraham here, when he said to this old man, remember who I am, I am El Shaddai, God was setting out the basis of the promise. It was based on the nature of God, who God is. And who God is, is meant to be a blessing to us. Listen here to the words of Jacob, Abraham's grandson, Genesis chapter 49. By the God of your father, who will help you, by El Shaddai, the God Almighty, who will bless you with blessings of heaven above, blessings of deep that lies beneath, blessings of the breasts and of the womb. The blessings of your father are stronger than the blessings of the eternal mountains, the bounties of the everlasting hills. May they be on the head of Joseph, on the brow of him who was set apart from his brothers. See, this speaks of the sufficiency of God in his blessings to us. People are racing around all over the place looking to be filled, looking for joy, looking for peace, looking for enough, but never finding it, never experiencing it. And all along, the only place where that sufficiency can be found is in El Shaddai, God himself, the all-sufficient one. This, my friend, is the story of my life. I looked for this stuff everywhere, everywhere. Wealth, status, position, career, recognition. I looked everywhere. And the only place I have been full, content, sufficient, at rest, is in God himself, in a deep and intimate relationship with the all-sufficient one, El Shaddai. Something that a lot of people feel is a disconnect with God. Yeah, sure, we do believe, we do want to draw close, but in this crazy world in which we live, for many, it just doesn't seem possible. I think we all end up in that place at some point. And that's why I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet. It's called Living in the God Dimension. Let me tell you, this booklet is full of life-changing practical Bible teaching to help you draw closer to Jesus than perhaps you ever even thought possible so that you can live the abundant life that he has ready and waiting for you. So you can request your free copy right now. Either stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send your booklet straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.